you explain to me what no Johns means? No excuses. Really? Yeah. Where did that come from? It's like a long-term thing going on in the Smash community. It started by like some person whose name was John. Like every time like he lost, he like would say, "Oh, my controller messed up," or "I'm too tired," or something stupid of the sort. So we just named like no excuses after him. I don't know the guy personally. It was like somewhere far off, but gotcha. Because during, did you watch much Evo, Steven? Oh, not really. I was working most of the uh, week. Yeah. Before, but no excuses, you know. Right before no Johns. Right before Super Smash Brothers Melee, Reggie had a video like present like he came up and was talking about it. Did you see that at all? No, I didn't. So he was just like, "Hey, we're really happy y'all still like this 11-year-old game, but guess what? We have a new one coming out, 13. so maybe y'all should move 13. Maybe y'all should move on, but I'm going to buy this game and get good at good at it." So if you challenge me, he says and he goes, "No Johns." And like the internet freaked out because Reggie said, "No Johns." And I didn't really <laughs> know what that meant. I thought it meant like no um people to sequester like a hooker or something. <laughs> <laughs> No, none of that, that Evo, guys. That's exactly what it meant. But I guess we'll have more Evo talk, some results later on. But before that, it's Friday, July the 18th, 2014. This is GameWare Express. I'm Adam Arinder. Gentlemen, we are a man da- or a woman down this week. No! Renee is off in San Francisco being cute. Doing San Francisco something. stuff. Yeah. So just it's us. J-pop summit out that, there. Oh wow, that sounds fancy. Yeah. I'm sure we'll hear about that. Doing the fun stuff next week. But for this week's intro question, Vaughn Venters, mm-hmm. I want to know what is the fastest game you just quit? Well, Either because it was too difficult or too bad, or you just didn't want to touch it anymore. Well, that was uh, recently. I talked about this. I think about three or four episodes ago, where wow. I. Uh, Got the uh, Mario Kart 8 bundle. Oh, right. It, like, I registered it on Club Nintendo, and I got New Super Mario Bros. U as the free game. <laughs> Downloaded it, and I booted it up, got to World 2, and I just didn't feel like playing it anymore. Like, I've had enough of this nonsense. Yep. Because the way it was shaping up, it was going to be exactly like New Super Mario Bros. on the Wii. Yep. So I was like, well, this is stupid. Unless like you use the gamepad and touch the screen and make blocks pop up. Yeah, but that's like, it's just a silly new feature that I'll never really use. Yep, it's kind so. of dumb, so I don't blame you on that. I played it for like a world or two and just kind of stopped as well. Like, I don't know why people rate those games very highly, because they're not very casual. good. <laughs> they're, not, they're just <laughs> not good. Like, the first two were fine, but... I really like the one more. on the original DS, like, the first one. Yeah, that one was excellent. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the best that that series got. And then they just released it, like, five more times. Yep. So, hooray. Thank you for joining me today. It's good to be here. Steve and Martin. Hey, guys. What game just made you want to co- throw it in the garbage? I a couple, actually. Okay. One may be a little controversial. Um, because, I mean... Is it Bioshock Infinite? No, okay. I, yeah, I don't really think I'm done with that game. It's just not the right time. <laughs> okay. So, uh, I love character action. A lot of people know that I love games like Devil May Cry and you know Metal Gear Rising, Bayonetta, um, Vanquish. Oh man, that's that game's so good. Um, and arguably the, the the best and most popular character action game of all time would be God of War. Of course. And that's a wonderful series, and those are high-quality games <laughs> with amazing graphics and responsive controls and wonderful music, but I don't like it at all. 
Yeah, you, you've, you've expressed a few your times. with that game a few times on the show in the past. I'm not saying just you know just because I don't like God of War doesn't mean it's a bad game. It's a yeah. great game. It's just not for me. So, and I've tried. I've probably played the first level of the first God of War game like three or four times. We're gonna get angry emails, but like, well, Resident Four no. shit. I mean, you know, it's fine. If someone doesn't like Resident Evil 4, it's all good. It's, um, that's another great game, by the way. We should do a whole episode on that one. Um, so, yeah, I just I can't get into God of War. I just don't think it's very good at all. Um, I, I know it's good. I just don't think it's good. Yeah. So I just can't get into it. And, and you know, they say the, the first level of every God of War game is like, oh, man, it's the best part of the game. And that's not really a good thing if I'm if I can't even really get into the first level yeah. of the first game. With that. It's always the biggest like set pieces and craziest right. nonsense. I think don't they develop the first level last or is that so. what the, that's what they've said? So the other one, um, I, you know, I grew up in the arcades. A lot of people know that about me. I love I love arcades. Mm-hmm. And I still hang out in arcade <laughs> So, um, and I love rhythm games, and GameWare did not have a Dance Dance Revolution machine uh, back in 2003, but we did have a Pump It Up machine. So, but, you know, back then I'd been playing DDR for about four years, and I was probably at my most healthiest as far as, like, <laughs> weight to height ratio, and right. I was just playing a lot of DDR, and we got that Pump It Up machine, I was like, alright, I'm gonna give this a shot, because I knew... Where we live, if you lived in Baton Rouge, you loved DDR, and if you lived in New Orleans at the time, you loved Pump It Up. Whoa. So it was kind of a New Orleans Turf thing. War stuff. It really was. People were meeting on the streets and dancing, and just the, they had knives in one hand and they <laughs> dancing while doing that. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna give this this Pump It Up a shot because it's, it's here in my store. I can play it anytime I want for free. And then so I put my uh, my tokens in the machine and picked uh like a beethoven sounding song which was was an okay song um but i think it was banya banya did like half the music and and pump it up premiere too which is the version that we had so i think i think it was banya i'm looking at vaughn right now and yeah. i'm getting nothing from him so i, I have no idea <laughs> i mean <laughs> but anyway i just didn't like it i didn't like the diagonal arrows um didn't like how loud the machine was after i completed a song it kind of had this bullet sound that was <laughs> literally sound like a gun going off so i just i just played a couple songs like that's i know it's enough i'm not gonna do that anymore and then recently i have a third one so you just don't um, like games i hate video man <laughs> they're bad so uh I've, I've been on this playstation plus service for a couple of years and i just got a, a new game recently called stick it to the man on ps4 mm-hmm. and i'm sure that's a great game too i'm sure it's funny and well made but i don't like the art style i don't like the music and i don't like the gameplay so that's <laughs> i guess i don't like the game so I played that for like six minutes, and it's probably not not enough time. It's not fair to the developers of that game to mm-hmm. come up with my. But if it turns you off that much as soon as it comes on, it's, I mean, it just it reminds me of the era when I was a kid, when like everything on Nickelodeon was turning to trash animation, like <laughs> right after, or just all of Cartoon Network right now. Well, I mean, this was specifically like 1995 through 1996. Like mm-hmm. it was just the. I guess I was getting older anyway. I was like 15 at the time, but. Mm-hmm. The, the cartoons that I liked on TV seem to all be going towards the exact same style of animation uh, that Stick It to the Man has, and I don't mm-hmm. like that at all. At um, least that one was free. So yeah, I didn't lose any money on that, and I didn't lose any money on uh, Pump It Up, and I didn't lose any money on God of War either, since that was free. <laughs> so I've not actually bought a game and then been like, man, this is terrible, and neither did Vaughn, because he got that for free. Yep. But you could have gotten you know, a digital copy of something and... 
backup. You know, it's like a it's a backup for your disc for your Wind Waker. <laughs> so you made a mistake, man. I told you not to get Mario U. Do you own a Wii U party? I do not. See, you, you, that could have been an amazing party. You you don't know <laughs> for certain. So you, it's true. You and you knew you probably weren't going to like New Super Mario U. So I, you got a major bed. And you better lay it. I figured I would have given it a shot. Though, I'm glad least, you did. You know. So. Instead you know, of just, you know, everyone was like, oh, you haven't even played it. And so I was like, well, I did play it. And now you so. can just tell them to stick it. Because <laughs> you tried it and you didn't like it. Stick it to the van, you well, know. Well, I just stick it to Nintendo. <laughs> you know, the one thing that bugs me about the art style, it's the art style of New Super Mario. And it's the music. I think it's lazy. Mm-hmm. And how come in no other Mario series, we'd ever have the same art style in any other Mario series. But yeah, in, right. in, Mar- in New Super Mario, it's the same shit. It's like, it's just, it's lazy. <laughs> and the music is terrible <laughs> for the most part. Yeah, music is bad. I hate that music. <laughs> I didn't like it from the first game. I was like, okay, I'm, I don't want to do this anymore. Well, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks. Uh, for mine, I was big into Tony Hawk's Pro Skater when those games were cool and a thing back in like the PlayStation 1 into the PlayStation 2 era. Um, but when I got my Xbox 360 back in 06, I was super excited because they had a Tony Hawk game on it. Tony Hawk's Project 8. And I'm like, this will be cool. Graphics will be awesome. And I got it. And I didn't know much about how games worked, obviously, back then. Because I was like 16. And I got it. And I was like, this kind of looks like crap. I thought it was supposed to be like next-gen. Because it was a cross-gen game. Yeah. Like HD and... How come in all the previous Tony Hawk games, I could, like, customize everything about my character, and in this game, I just have, like, four generic-looking strange dudes, and that's all you can pick? And why are the loading times so bad, and all this stuff? And I just, I played it for a little bit, and I'm like, this is trash. I can't imagine playing Tony Hawk on a 360 D-pad is all that yeah. great, even if it was a perfect Tony Hawk game. It'd still be difficult to nail those tricks. But so, obviously, now I know that games are harder to make when the system first comes out. If it's a cross-gen game, they're mainly developing for the other one and all this stuff. But back then, I was just super disappointed. And um, Was that the last one? Like, the last real Tony no, Hawk game? No, I think there's also, like, American See, Baseline. I thought that came out before Project 8. I may be wrong. Um, um, but it is sad that that friendship, because I, I like you, I loved the Tony Hawk games. I mean, granted, I was probably a little older when you, when the first two came out. I was already like 20 when uh, when I played Tony Hawk 2 on the Dreamcast. That game was incredible. Really, yeah, I played that on the PS2 when I was like eight. So yeah, <laughs> the um, but I, I mean, love those first. I love those first two games. Even when I went to PS2, I still loved it. It's just when it went to... Yeah, no, they were no doubt better on PlayStation 2. And I even played the Game Boy Advance version. Even that, the GBA version. Which is crazy, because that was like a diagonal 2D overhead uh, thing. I played Tony Hawk 2 on Game Boy Advance. I had this job where I would sit at this cart and sell cell phone stuff, but all I secretly did was play Tony Hawk <laughs> every day. Uh, no, American Wasteland was 05. Project 8 was 06. Yeah, that's what I just said, right? Yeah, like the yeah, eight, yeah. I thought eight was the last one. I think so. And then they, yeah, because that was the eighth one. That was the eighth mm-hmm. game. And then they started doing all the shred board, real stuff. Tony Hawk rides the plastic board. Anyway, so yeah, cool. <laughs> um, I guess uh, let's get into what we've been playing this week. I'm actually I want to start this week because I uh the big one this week that came out was the beta Destiny. Yes. The Destiny beta. The, the beta, beta Destiny. Destiny. I, the beta, the Destiny. beta, beta Destiny. Destiny. The Destiny for beta start. Yeah, we're all <laughs> destined to, and, to uh, play right the beta. Uh, the beta for Destiny started yesterday, and I downloaded and started playing it. And I was trying to get used to even to yeah. download and start playing it, but some technical difficulties. <laughs> we're, we're all settled up now. But. Well, the problem was the PSN went down, 
when it started at noon, Big it didn't surprise, get back up right. until like two or three. And that's when I kind of started downloading it. But then we had plans last night anyway. But I finally got on. I probably played it for about four hours so far, about three hours single player and about an hour uh, multiplayer. So have you um, have you like leveled up your dude? Any? Well, I'm at level six yeah. right now, and the beta level cap is level eight. Uh-oh. Maybe just start a different class. Oh, yeah. Yeah. At that point, because it, the beta's going on for 11 days. Uh, I chose the... If you have a PS4. If you have a PS4 yeah. or PS3. Right. Um, so, I started playing that. It's um, it's obviously much improvement. Much improvement. I can't talk today. Since uh, the alpha last I was going to ask, because I was impressed with what we played. Yeah. I mean, it's it's it's... It's improved yeah. over that? Yeah, it looks even better. Uh, Robot Peter Dinklage now has robo-voice over him. So they did throw some editing on yeah. that. Yeah, and they said they have two like more passes. They had two passes back then. They've already done one pass. Whatever guess, that so. means. So, I mean, it, it. when I started playing the alpha, it just kind of started me at, like, level three or five or something. So you don't – oh, okay. There. So alpha, this yeah, time, yeah. in the beta, it starts you at, like, the, I think the beginning of the game. Like, right. level one, make your character. And um, a little bit of backstory, I guess, is – the, they're these astronauts on Mars, and they discover the Traveler, which is that big that orb circle, thing that's coming. The down. halo. Yeah, yeah. It's coming towards Earth, and it makes life on Earth like so much better at first. Like Humans are living longer. Technologically, um, technological advancements are progressing much faster. And then like shit goes down, and the, the darkness starts to invade, which it is like the Covenant. Like a, it sounds like a politician. Like He's coming in with all these promises. <laughs> We're going to improve everything, and then nope, I'm going to bait and switch it for you. And uh, humans are like inhabiting other worlds, like Mars and Venus. And so they are having to leave Earth yeah. because of mm-hmm. what's going down with that. So there's only one city, like safe city, left on Earth. It's old Russia, and that's where the game kind of starts. Uh, you see Robo Peter Dinklage. It's a ghost. Yeah. Or three guilty spark flying around. He's like, oh, I found him. And like your dude like wakes up, and apparently he was dead. And you have to go and shoot things. So he finds every player. Pretty much. That's actually playing the game. Do they? Does everyone start in the same spot? As this is the single player portion. I would guess so because yeah. it's kind of there's like a tutorial kind of thing where he finds you. He's like, we have to get a gun. Let's run through this thing and get a gun. And you shoot some dudes and you have to get a ship. Right. And then once you get your ship, you fly to the tower, which is kind of like the central hub where you can upgrade your armor, upgrade your weapons, kind of like the Citadel and Mass mm-hmm. Effect. Uh, so it's kind of has that there, and that's when you start partying up with your strike team. Which is up to three players. Yeah. Our fire team. So and when you're in a team, you're seeing other teams. How many other teams? I or is it just against like bots and stuff? Um, what do you mean? Well, you, if you're in a team of three and you're on a mission, like on a, like a story mission, yeah. I only saw us three. Okay, so you're just you're they, going. It's like a almost like an instance. Yeah. But we did. So we we played some of that. I did a little bit of the, the story part by myself, and then uh, friend of the show Ben Lewis, we partied up and played some he was level seven so we were doing some easy stuff for him that he's already done so we were doing some of my story missions but then you can go do crucible missions which is like the pvp multiplayer we played at e3 exactly which is 6v6 control the spots yeah controlling your your little checkpoint thing and you can get rewards and loot by doing that so kind of uh advantageous for you to go do that plus there's some experience yeah the only problem with that is you keep your level and you keep your gear. So if I was only level five, shooting against dudes who were level eight with better guns, better armor, so we weren't doing so well. Yeah. But not only that, there's also we did an explore area where there's no real story. It just kind of drops you off, and uh, you know, Robo Dinklage is just like, "Hey, we're just here. Go do whatever." And just that's where it. we saw other people. 
And you're just looking for stuff? Yeah, I mean, as you're walking around, you get those typical MMO kind of quests where it's like, go activate these two beacons for me and go find this thing for me. And you get some experience by doing that. And you're constantly killing enemies that are auto-spawning in that area too. Bring back six like rat tails yeah. and I'll make you a coat. So, I mean, that was actually kind of cool just because if you're partied up with people and maybe you're all different levels, you all just kind of drop in there and you can, you know, chat, hang out and go run around and explore and kill things. So it was actually kind of fun. But I couldn't see doing that by yourself, which would probably be kind of boring. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I've played some like uh, early level MMOs in the past, like with World of Warcraft and Galaxies, and I've just done those mind-numbing, mm-hmm. collect-the-bullshit stuff and bring it back. And I mean, <laughs> it, there is a lot of that. And there's even, I was doing a story mission. I think, it, yeah, it was a story mission. I was by myself, and I was supposed to go to this, like, I don't know, base station way far away because I needed a warp drive from my ship. And as I was going there, a thing came up in my HUD. It's like optional, optional oh, objective. Yeah. Go over there. Yeah, of course, I'm gonna do that. So I went over there, and it's just like defend this thing from a horde of monsters for that two or three fun. minutes. And then other people started joining me. So yeah, I was. Yeah. Um, do you go like on bowling dates? You gotta like your cell phone. <laughs> you gotta go on dates. Not that I haven't stuff. decided which female character I want to yeah. date yet, but I think that's gonna come once uh, I hit level eight. Thinking Chie is probably gonna be the <laughs> choice for me. <laughs> We say it's good too. I don't we know. say it's good too. Yeah. <laughs> but it's really pretty. I really like it. The the at least I'm playing on PS4 and the lighting and the shadow effects are just ridiculous. Let me tell you, my experience with the with the beta so far as I was downloading the five gigabytes of data this morning, <laughs> the music's so good. And that's just in the, the menu. Uh and that's one thing that Bungie's always kind of been known for is their uh, iconic music. I guess Halo had the chanting and gunfire they fired that guy they did fire that guy but that's okay the uh music's great in in, uh in destiny because one of the thing is the uh i think i think it's called the darkness the covenant analog so they got the darkness the band from the uk (laughs) that's why every time i see the darkness i just think of that but they thrive when it's dark and that's why when you go into dark areas you have a flashlight yeah Peter Dinklage is lighting things up for you, and your controller lights up. Anyway, can I just throw like a ball that just lights up? I'm sure there's that'd be a good weapon. But it's really it's really cool because when you're going around a corner, you can use the shadows to see if dudes are over there not are running by or things like that. And then you know, same kind of same thing when I was playing Infamous Second Son, where the lighting is reflecting off the pools of water and just dripping down and reflecting, and that that's next gen. That game visually does crazy shit. Yeah, it's phenomenal. So I'm, I'm I really like it so far. Obviously, I liked it more when I was playing with friends because yeah, that was entertaining. Cool. But even just playing by myself, it had a very strong Halo vibe, which is fine. I really like Halo. Except now you can press L trigger to look down the sight of the gun. What were they thinking? It's just a crazy choice. It's just little nitpicks that probably will still make it into final. It's, it's Why can't you just customize all that stuff? It still doesn't make sense to me. What do you like mean? Control. Like you should be able to customize everything. About no, the controls. controls are okay. It was just like the UI stuff is still a little weird as you remember playing it. E3. Oh, yeah, definitely. You use the joystick to control like a, a mouse circle. Yeah, I didn't like that. And you that. click on things. And even stuff like when can't you. Can't you use a touchpad for that? Seems I, like didn't, the touchpad. I didn't try. I would try that. When you level up, you have to pull up your menu. Click on the like the level up icon and just activate uh, like a whatever your next level up or power up is, which is kind of dumb because I didn't know you had to go in and do that. So I was level five, oh, and yeah. then was like, "Do you have this yet? No. Do you have this yet? No." And then I, when I hit level six, I went and like, "Oh, and I activated yeah, you, all of you them." You did have all of them, but it's not like you have two choose one because you only have one skill point. Right. That it just unlocks. Hmm. It should just activate itself on the unlock, not me physically having to go in and activate it. Because there's no negative. Yeah. It's not like I can only have a certain number of things activated, you know? 
And the other little thing, hopefully they fix this, is whenever you need to get your mission objectives, you press the touchpad in, mm. and then like you hold up your Robo Peter Dinklage, yeah. and he kind of displays what's going on, but it's kind of hard to read the font sometimes because it's kind of small and white. And you have a 65-inch television? 50, but yeah. Okay. But even then, when it, you're when it's bright outside or you're in like the cliffs and the rocks, they're kind of brown and yellow. You can't read, yeah, you that. Can't read that. And when, when if it's a constantly persistent world with enemies always trying to kill you, that's kind of a problem. There's no pause button in this game. Nope. <laughs> Which is kind of depressing. But I, despite all that, I had a blast playing it. The you know three or four hours I played of it yesterday, and I'm definitely going to play more so of it. So do you think you'll buy it? I mean, are you, are you going to buy <laughs> Destiny? Is I'm definitely... Those, you're, you're, are yes, you giving I'm your going, approval there? I'm definitely going to buy it. It's just debating in my head how much money I want to spend yeah, on all those, Destiny. all those versions. Because despite all those versions, I'm definitely going to get a white <clears throat> controller to go with it, and maybe that white headset yeah but the same the headset that's out the, now the but it's PS white. gold yeah. headset whatever but it's black right now but the right. white one looks really clean it looks like nice. look futuristic man. yeah like you're in space already so hopefully you can get yours installed and we can try to play some this week it's installed it's before i left it was done so we can play it some i, I can start a new class tonight. oh where are you at that the, well we'll talk about that later yeah whatever class you don't pick i'll just pick the other one or okay. you do pick i'll pick the other one i'll start over I already did that like magic looking dude. I think I want to try something else. The warlock. Yeah. Yeah, I chose Titan. He uh starts out with a sniper. Can I be the Valkyrie? Is that something? Like it, like in Gauntlet? No. Oh, okay. You got Warlock, you got Hunter, and you have Titan. They should make a Titan's Valkyrie. kind of like tank character. Yeah, I don't want to do that either. Is there anyone with like a uh, sword? Like electric sword? Nope. Damn this it. is a Borderlands 2. <laughs> cool. I've never even played Borderlands 2, so I just think electric swords are cool. Yeah. Maybe in um yeah, it was Halo 2 when the sword came in, right? Yeah, so maybe in Destiny right, yeah. 2. Yeah, of course. Right. So, uh, I also played some more Super Time Force this week. Yeah, it's been a while since we've talked about that game. Yeah, I uh, played the first two levels way back when it first came out. And yep. I started playing it more. And the more I play it, the more I realize how much I like the idea and concept of that game. But I'm starting to get into where I don't like playing the Is game. it because it's mostly like a just kind of puzzle game? It's not really a shooter? It's just no, trying I mean, to figure out how you can get through that level Kind of. Time. It just starts to become more trial and error than I That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, well, I just did this and I died. So I rewind, do it again. And playing a lot of it in a row gets kind of tiring well yeah when that's that was my criticism back the first time when we talked about it like i physically can't play it for more than an hour my brain starts to seep out of my ears and right now i'm on the like medieval level i did that one right no i did the dinosaur level no i think i did the medieval level too and i'm at a part where i have like a jetpack i have to fly through all these things that are constantly trying to kill you yeah and you have to Hold A to hover and go up while dodging things, but you also have to charge your weapon because you hit these pillars that are you have to you know pretty much use your special attack to kill. And if you sit there for too long, you just die. So you pretty much have to be charging your super and shoot it while you're still flying through this thing. It's just kind of becoming too much. And when you die, you know you rewind, but you can't. You have to rewind a little further back. So right. if you immediately die there, you have to rewind a little further back. And it's like I don't want to do all this. Again. Have you played the level where you end up in heaven? I think that's the one I'm talking about. Is that the one? Yeah. Maybe. Because it, it's a regular level, but then at the end of it, you have a boss fight. And you have to fly you up. go and... into heaven. Oh, maybe, maybe I haven't done that it's really one. really cool. I, I like how that game does weird stuff. Yeah, so. I mean, the sense of humor is okay. <clears throat> and I guess after beating Shovel Knight, I want to stay on that kind of 8-bit pixel art kick. So I decided to boot that back up. Yeah. But I'll probably give that level I'm stuck on one more try. 
And if I still get frustrated and not want to do it, then I might just put it down. I just need to plug my 360 back up because I'd like oh, yeah. to go back to that game. I still enjoy playing it for little spurts. Yeah. So, Vaughn, you've been quiet. What Wasn't really been? much to talk about. Like, <laughs> He's been you guys... thinking about that Destiny beta, <laughs> that, that, the beta Destiny. The well, beta Destiny. I, I did get to see like uh, Adam play a little bit of Destiny last night because he was streaming it. Yeah, I decided so... to throw the stream up because I was playing that. From yeah. what I, I'm not very good at FPSs, so they all pretty much look the same to me. But from what I from what I saw, it looked like it was just Halo. Yeah, I guess the because um, I have an extra beta code that I will be giving away. I tease this on the Facebook event later <laughs> in this episode for details. But if you want a beta code, one I can give you one. I may or may yeah, not. You try it out. Yeah, you have you a PS4. Yeah, you have a PS4. I do. Uh, but I'm going to DC to visit my sister next week, so I don't know how much time I'll actually have um, to play it. Fair enough. But we shall see. Okay. We have an extra beta code, so on PS4, so there'll be more details later this episode. But other than that, what have you been playing this week, Vaughn? You've also been streaming some things. I watched you play some video games, too. Yeah, I only did uh, one stream since Evo, like Evo hype, but that's beside <laughs> the point. Uh I did more Mario Kart Double Dash because I'm still trying to get back all my data. I did a 150cc All Cup Tour race. Which That's where you play all the levels in a row. Yep. No stops, no breaks. No pause button. <laughs> <laughs> Bladder of Steel achievements. Yeah. Rock, rock band reference. Yes. That, and after that, I unlocked Mirror Mode, and I just did all that off stream because oh, okay. nobody nobody likes Mirror Mode. <laughs> yeah, I just unlocked Mirror Mode and eight, and I just don't want to play it. <laughs> Mirror Mode. I don't and, blame um, you. And Wave Race sixty four was incredible. That was when I when I unlocked the reverse tracks mm-hmm. for that game. Yeah. That's that's something I need to go back and play. So we actually hooked up. Uh, I guess we installed Wave Race on our Wii U like when we got it. Played it on the big TV and I unlocked the Dolphin and love that game. <laughs> Maybe like the last racing game I was really into. That and F Zero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then after Mario Kart, you started to start speed running a little something again. Uh, not really. A, not really speed running. The timer was on the screen. <laughs> the timer was on the on the stream, like just to, you know, just just to be funny. Because oh, okay. I've seen a lot of uh, runners play Mega Man X two, mm-hmm. which is what I wanted to do because I didn't want to like play anything else i guess at the time right because i was just looking off of what was on my selection for my gamecube and my virtual console so x2 yeah and surprisingly enough i'm still able to beat that game in under an hour so that's pretty good it's it's pretty good yeah it's a fun game would you see yourself on the street um speed run that or just because you watch it so Not much really. you're like i don't want to do that because some of those techniques that you use are kind of difficult i saw you trying some of them and like damn it, Vaughn can't do this. Like they're hard. <laughs> was it double neon jump? Yeah, uh, I'm not. Yeah, it's a frame perfect trick. So, <laughs> and there's a lot more to like to it too. Like you have to like know like how to like beat certain bosses in a certain way to like have like the fastest way possible to beat them, mm-hmm. and like just. Just being good at the game, which I'm good at the game, but I'm not that good. Obviously, at the game. yeah, you beat it in less than an hour, but some of these people are beating it in like 32 minutes. Yeah, minutes. I'm definitely not gonna be like super hardcore speed running it or anything. Yes, it was just a for funsies thing. That's cool. I'm gonna be focusing on more other games 
which I started practicing Mario 64 again. For speedrunning. Yep. <laughs> going to start doing 70-star runs as opposed to 16-star runs. So explain the difference to me in all those. I keep seeing either 16, 70, or full 120. Obviously, I know what full 120 is. It's exactly what it sounds like. You're just beating the game with that amount of stars. Well, obviously, but I mean, like, what's the stri- like, why that number? Well, I guess you could say that... Uh, 16% of it, 16 stars is more like the uh, easiest, like, any percent category from Mario 64. It's just, like, beating the game relatively quickly without doing, like, stupid hard, like, BLJs or... into the basement. Oh, okay. <laughs> try to beat it with one star or zero stars or whatever. Gotcha. 70 stars is how you would, like, normally beat the game, although you can still do, like, awesome, like, tricks and stuff. So like you're it. doing it how I like to, where you're actually playing the game... Just quickly, not trying to glitch through walls and stuff. Yeah, you can okay. still do like uh, some tricks and a couple of like clips and stuff like that, but uh, you're not like lobby, launching lobby yourself across the lobby through a door up the stairs backwards into Bowser's. Yeah, yeah. Lo- lobby built BLJs are banned in that category. Gotcha. One twenty star, however, everything is allowed, but you have to get every star in the game. Right. So interesting. Cool. Yep. Well, good luck with that. I look forward to watching you progress. Yeah, I've done <laughs> I've done some practice runs before, so I'll be streaming them soon. So. Cool. Stephen, besides downloading Destiny and currently playing, was that Tiny Death Star on your phone? Playing Twitter. <laughs> no, I, I was playing Tiny Death Star. I've been playing that all week because yeah. you don't actually you don't have to pay attention to it. It's wonderful. <laughs> and I actually worked like my quote unquote quote unquote unquote real job yesterday and i got to play tiny death star a lot while i was doing that uh, i was i've been cleaning up our um kind of our our computer room we have a computer room so if you have a house that has a computer in the room that's a computer room oh. right i guess people don't have those anymore i guess the room we're sitting in is technically a computer no dude room. this is your dining room but this i have a computer wonderful. in it yeah but it's a laptop it's not a computer <laughs> my computer can't go anywhere um so that room's a mess and we've been cleaning it up and um, I, speaking of laptops, I found a netbook that I had lost like two years ago. <laughs> it was inside that closet, so that's cool. I've um, just been trying to rearrange my classic games. You put Hearthstone and, on that and play it. Um, I have an iPad, so yeah. that's probably better. I don't think this netbook can run <laughs> Hearthstone. Yeah. Anyway, so I hooked up my PS1 uh, with its tiny monitor, little flip-up LCD my little LCD screen. I was playing some Incredible Crisis. Oh, yeah. Which, if you love video games about wacky Japanese families uh, dealing with natural disasters and, and mayhem and nonsense, uh, it's mostly like a rhythm. It's like a rhythm game, mini game collection. Okay. Where you're just pressing like left, up, down, right, <laughs> action. So the, the game starts off where you're a Japanese businessman at his office. And you get to flip the table. Well, no, I wish. I will. Okay, I will be playing that game this fall. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna, we'll do a remote. Uh, I'll, you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll send you, once a week, we'll send something so you can play it okay. uh, on the shows. But uh, no, so the it, we're at this Japanese businessman's office. And uh, in true fashion, uh, a tradition, you start your day with a, like a morning exercise routine with your coworkers. So... Um, you know, I'm just pressing left and right and up and down to the, I guess to the timing of this music and just trying to, uh, to time it perfectly. And then, and then, and then suddenly there's boulders coming after me in the office building. So I'm trying to, to escape those. And I basically just wanted to see if my PS1 still worked. And that was the first game within grasp. So I was also messing around with my little, uh, Linux GCW. Uh, zero loading more files onto that. So. I still need to bring mine over. Yeah, dude. So we well, I, it would be easier to wait until I'm 
done okay. cataloging uh, <laughs> and organizing those games. Fair um, enough. So I loaded all my Sonic games, the Genesis Sonic games, onto the directories and played a little Sonic 2. I'm still not very good at that game. Mm-hmm. I never was, but... Game's hard. It is, yeah, but you, on a small screen, you really do appreciate how, how great the animation is on that. Like, it was 1992, I think. Sonic Maybe 2, 93. yeah, that's, that's 92. Yeah. But, and a game still holds up. On a smaller screen, uh, even better, because if you blow it up on a big screen, it probably won't look as good. And Other than that, I've just been hanging around the arcade uh, at GameWare and playing more uh, Drum Mania and more Guitar Freaks and playing some Neo Geo. been playing um, a I played lot of, some uh, Neo Geo the other day at the really? store. I forgot about that. What I did you Metal play? Metal Slug 3. That's a great game. It's hard. That's why you, get, you just get a handful of tokens. And that's and exactly you, you know, what I did. It's a lot easier that way. Uh, I played some Goro, uh, Mark of the Wolves, which mm. is a wonderful fighting game. It's I phenomenal. played some of that too. Yeah, it was weird because you can like sidestep into the screen. Well, you like, were playing a different background. game. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. I think you were playing uh, Real Bout Two. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's a great game too. So, but yeah, it's been kind of a slow week for me just because I've been really kind of working on three things at once, like three quote unquote jobs at once. Because mm-hmm. we've got MechaCon, which I'll talk about mm-hmm. later. Um, and then, you know, gameware. Uh, so, yeah. Hopefully this weekend I'll be able to play some of that Destiny beta. The beta Destiny. The so, beta Destiny. That's what I really want to do. But <laughs> i got to go to work in like an hour. So. so, Well, unfortunately, since you were so busy this week, you missed a whole bunch of news that happened. Uh, what? There was news? New things happened? News? News. Uh, news. It's crazy. Well, what happened? I'm, I'm curious. So last week, last Friday, pretty much while I was editing and putting up the podcast, I was watching Sports Center with all that like LeBron James, yep, free agency stuff. And right before, was it before or after he announced that he was going back to Cleveland, John Drake from formerly of Harmonix Music Systems announced he was taking his talents to the West Coast and joining Sony. What? John Team. Drake. John Drake is teaming up with Sony. That's incredible. That's, That's crazy. It makes sense. It seems like it fits. Yeah. How convenient. They were raising money for Amplitude Kickstarter only on Sony systems. Now yeah. John Drake's going to Sony. So <laughs> this works. So he's going to be hanging out with Adam Boys and Shane Bettenhausen. And I guess, what what is his job that he's going to be doing? I think it's just going to be more community PR let's stuff. Similar get, to his job at Harmonix. Let's, we'll get developers to put their games on our platforms and we will help you promote them. And that yeah, seems so. perfect because he already had a lot of good relations from Harmonix with both the media and other game developers. So Sony picking him up was a really good yeah, thing. a good fit. In my opinion, yeah. Um, Vaughn. Yes. This is news close to your heart. Mm-hmm. On Monday, they announced new characters for Super Smash Brothers on the Wii U. They did. And 3DS. They announced two uh, Fire Emblem characters from Fire Emblem God, Awakening. God, more Fire Emblem characters. Lucina and Robin, the main avatar. That's and cool. it's a female they version. Uh, announced a veteran coming back. Captain Falcon. Interesting. I thought they did never announce secret characters. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. Maybe Captain Falcon's not secret this time. Because mm-hmm. so he wasn't secret in Melee. That's true. So tell me some about, about some of these characters. Obviously, Captain Falcon we know. Falcon Punch. Me. Yeah. Face. <laughs> uh, Lucina is very controversial right now. Okay. Because... Uh, Sakurai just very openly admitted that she is very much a Marth clone with no tipper mechanics on her sword. Then so, why make 
her. That's the that's the controversy right now cuz like she's made she's made to be very identical to Marth in terms of speed, strength and special moves. So mm. all of her moves are going to do about the same amount of knockback as Marth's untempered attacks would be, but maybe they'll do slightly more damage or uh-huh. something. But she's not faster and she has all the same moves. So she was made to be like an easier version of Marth, but like if I were to tell you to pick up Marth before, not being a Marth player before, how would you play him? Hold down B and swing the sword. <laughs> <laughs> but like what, what, other than that, like what would you try to actually like do with him? Him being a sword character whose like mechan- main mechanic is to hit with the tip of the sword. I would hit people with the jump around and try to hit people with the sword as hard as I could, right? I mean, yeah, well, like. With the basic instinct of you would like try to space your attacks to where you would like try to hit with the sword, which would hit with the tip of the sword. Yeah, so you want to kind of stay away. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like you would do that with most sword characters because mm-hmm. they're ranged. Right. So why would you want to take something away from a sword character like that? Right. Hmm. It's like that's not really it's not making the character easier because marth was very easy to use to begin with mm-hmm. so it's, it's kind they of they just a waste. wanted more female representation in there which i'm okay with that's fine but like you could have you could have really done something different with her character or just make another like you know female character mm-hmm. and just put her in place or you could even replace marth with lucina and give all of marth's stuff to lucina Right, because they've been rotating Fire Emblem characters in all the games they've been in, except for Marth. He's been a constant in all three games they've had Fire Emblem representation. Which I don't even know why. He hasn't been <laughs> relevant in, like, forever. Right. And then the main character has, like, a cool lightning attack, and you can be a bo- the boy version or the girl version. Yeah, he's he or she have uh, thunder and, like, fire tomes or whatever mm-hmm. for, like, special moves, and then, like... They have like a main like weapon for their sword or whatever. Hmm. I should probably get back into the, the Fire Emblem series. Oh yeah, Fire! You, you still haven't finished Awakening, have you? No, it's a good game. I was playing that, and the problem was I kind of took some breaks in between my play sessions. Then I forgot what was going on, and then I kind of just stopped. Plus, that game was really stressful. Yeah. I didn't want anybody to die. But yeah, Captain Falcon's cool because he's Captain Falcon. Mm-hmm. No other explanation for that. Robin is very interesting. I can't wait to try him or her out. I used <laughs> I used the girl version in my Fire Emblem Awakening file. Right. And Lucina, I'll just use Marth over her. Right. As much as excited as I am for her, like Marth would just be the better choice. Also, sticking with the fighting game news, at Evo this year, they announced uh, Tekken 7 is a thing. Yeah. Even though it kind of leaked the day of, so they have to play that off a little bit when they finally made the official announcement that evening. Everybody thought Ono leaked it, even though yeah. he says he didn't. But. <laughs> that'd, have been, that'd be funny. The uh, I mean, it was just kind of a CG story-based trailer, no gameplay, no... And we know that there's one really. thing we all love and remember from the Tekken series. It's the incredible story, <laughs> and that makes sense. Uh and I think they said that it's running on Unreal Engine. Unreal Engine 4. Yeah. So it'll be pretty. It'll be on all next-gen stuff. Even Wii U. Mm. Tekken Tag Tournament 2 had the best version on Wii U. That's true. So we'll have to wait and see. I mean, Nintendo is pretty close with, with Namco right now. Yeah. So. 
And then, in kind of no shit Sherlock news, Raiden was confirmed for Mortal Kombat X. He's, you know, <gasps> okay. What? So, Raiden is the reason why the Mortal Kombat world went to shit in Mortal Kombat 9 and the mm-hmm. story. You know, he fucked it up twice. <laughs> if you played through the entire story, and I don't think you have. Yet. No, I want to. Well, I'll spoil it. It's Raiden's fault that everyone dies, and he does it twice. Oh. So, whoops. And I guess he'll be back to ruin everyone's lives again. And then just. I guess briefly, because we talked enough about Evo last week, but just a little recap. Uh, we, you know, we all got together to watch on the final Sunday, and um, it's a fun time. Yeah, the um, the main event, Ultra Street Fighter Four. It was Luffy who won, and he won playing with a PlayStation One controller. Yeah, and that's it's incredible, ridiculous. Everybody spends all this money customizing their fight sticks and stuff, and this dude strolls in with a 20-year-old controller and wins the biggest fighting game competition. Hey, you gotta get, like, two adapters to make that thing (laughs) Yeah, you do. (laughs) No, I know. And isn't this the first time that a uh, a European descent player has won the main tournament, the Street Fighter tournament? I believe so. It's usually been been the Japanese players, although last year's champion was from Singapore. Right. Oh, wow. Um, so that was cool. Congrats to him. Uh, Justin Wong won Ultimate. I mean, I'm Ultra. He is going to buy Marvel. so many cheeseburgers with his <laughs> prize money. I mean, that guy. He's good on him for coming back and playing strong. He finally reclaimed his Marvel. He crown. couldn't believe it. He he jumped up so fast. I thought he was going to die from <laughs> from. I don't, he couldn't breathe, and then he fell to the ground. Mm-hmm. And then everyone just dove on top of him. Yeah. And it was it was a wonderful moment. Uh, just it's good to see, you know, one of those legend quote unquote legendary players come back and take that uh, take the crown. It, it was interesting yeah. watching the Ultra Street Fighter top eight because no one of name really was in it. You know, Daigo, Justin Wong. The, Wasn't Chris G in the top eight? No, for Marvel, but, uh, yes. Okay, Street uh, Fighter. Yeah, no. Street Fighter. You're we right. We had we had Ricky Ortiz. Yeah. Ricky that's Ortiz true. is pretty pretty yeah. far up there as as far as famous people go. And Snake Eyes is making his way up the ranks. Yeah. Too, so. Every year he plays better. Um and then so, for yeah. um Melee, Mango won two time winner for Evo. Only two only winner for Evo. It's not really a fighting game or video. it's not even really a video game. So I probably shouldn't talk about <laughs> Melee. Um and then Killer Instinct was uh, CD Junior. That's right. What did he? Uh, who did he main? I didn't get to watch that one. Uh, he played Sidira. Oh wow! That's right. Interesting. And yeah. Justin Wong got pretty high up in Killer Instinct. I think he made top he got three or third. Four? third? Wow. Yeah. Second was Rico Suave. Right. Oh yeah, for him, That's my favorite. Yep. And then um, the last, where the first one for Blas Blue. Oh my god. Was uh, Galileo. Galileo. <laughs> But he's Japanese, so when they asked him how they wanted to spell his name with an L or with like an R, right. he was like, "Oh, whatever." So on the the bracket, it said Gabarreo. <laughs> Those uh, Blasblue finals were were insane. Yeah, because the know. whole time we were watching it, we we're like, "Is this over yet? Is this over yet?" But then the grand finals came around. We we're like, "Okay, this is actually kind of exciting." I think it just took the hour and a half to learn how that game is played because there's so many like meters and things bar on the. Uh, it's really screen. not. It's a simulation because, like you say, you're you're just manning all these little. <laughs> it's not really a game. Again, there's another game. It's not a game. So, I uh, on our Facebook page, facebook.com/slash/gameworkexpress, I asked people to respond with their favorite Evo moments. We had a reply from Stephen Shank. 
He says, the matches with Galileo for finals in Blas Blue was like watching a Cinderella story unfold, but Justin Wong winning against Filipino champ by doing a happy birthday on an X-Factor Dark Phoenix and Dr. Doom with only Akuma left just left me speechless. Wong factor too strong. And we well, just lost like 12 listeners. No, no, no. <laughs> that was beautiful. I think we just gained 12 listeners. That was amazing. <laughs> it's, it's funny watching those fighting games because I've learned all this jargon. That is thrown around a lot and all Can those. of Pringles. That's and, all and then I all know. the jokes Pringle with the Pringles, Pringles and the commas and the Scoot Hagen Dazs. Holding yeah, a can, of, can of, Pringles. of Pringles. Yeah. Um so yeah, Evo was really fun. I really liked hanging out watching it. Um switching gears, Blizzard announced like every week we've had Hearthstone news. Yeah. It's like they're gonna announce something, they have the details on Naxxramas, and now we have a release date for Naxxramas, July twenty second. That's very soon. That's next Tuesday. Yeah. So I will, I guess, download at least the free one, check that out. Yeah, and see what it's all about and see if I want to buy more. So on more Hearthstone news next week. They're doing this smart. Release something every week. Have you constantly talking about it. Uh, Some news that actually kind of surprised me. Um, Dota 2 is having their big finals for the International Four this weekend. Yeah. And Valve announced that they are striking a deal with ESPN to have some of the international both streamed and televised on ESPN networks. Is it going to be like 3 o'clock in the morning when the tennis is over? <laughs> Actually, no. Uh, most of the finals will be on ESPN3, which is just their streaming service. Right. So, I mean, it's still a big deal because it's ESPN, not just Twitch. Yeah. But on Sunday night, I believe at 8.30 Eastern, which is 7.30 our time here, they're going to have some type of special. I don't know if it's like a uh, kind of like a montage documentary on this is what Dota is or if it's going to be some gameplay leading up to Monday's final. Um, on ESPN2, which is a real cable channel. For <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, it is real. We looked into it. How, I mean, what do y'all think about that? Does Dota deserve to be on ESPN? Like, what, what, what do you make of this partnership? I don't think most people that watch ESPN are going to care about this. I think they're going to change the channel. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's maybe a good start. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's interesting. I just don't think there's uh, an audience that watches cable television for this. I mean, it is new, and it kind of does legitimize the eSport thing. It's funny that Dota got this over League, because I think League is arguably the bigger game. But, I, I mean, to me, I think Dota deserves to be on like, something like ESPN more than poker does at this point. I mean, I mean, it's not 2006. Know, people know poker. <laughs> yeah, so I, I just guess. completely disagree with that because people, I mean, everyone, anyone can just play poker. You don't need shit to start a poker match. Mm-hmm. And then, well, you need some cards and some money. That's all you need. You need $5 <laughs> worth of stuff. But, yeah. and there's, you also, you know, when, when poker was on TV, they did a pretty good job with teaching people, like, like you say, the lingo, the jargon, and mm-hmm. teaching people how to play poker. Good luck doing that with Dota. You're not going to be able to watch like a half hour stream That's of true. Dota on ESPN and then learn how to play the game. It yeah. takes yeah. it takes days of Unless actually playing. They just playing. have some really good. People, no, you're still know. not going to be able to do it. You're going to need like a five hour like tutorial like beforehand. <laughs> on but TV even that, just to teach just to teach people like what's happening in the game. Yeah, I mean, I think it's cool. I think it's great. Yeah, it's, That's it's a good step there. in the right direction. I just I wonder if. Hmm. I think something like Evo would be more interesting on yeah. ESPN because everyone knows, even you know the most casual video game Street player. Fighter, yeah, I, I played Street Fighter once. I know yeah. what, it's two guys fighting each other. Yeah. So when the one dude's health runs out, the other dude loses. Yeah. yeah. But when they're watching Dota, it's like these what lanes? What I don't understand this. What, <laughs> what they should? I mean, I don't know if they. I thought I read this, but maybe I'm just making it up. For something, if they want this to be big, I think at least on Twitch, it's already or big. Well, like. 
more mainstream. Sure. Even if it's on Twitch or even ESPN, they should have two streams. One for people who know what the fuck's going on, and they can have like the serious commentators like going into it, and another stream that's for like Dota baby 101. Dota. Like, baby Dota be like, okay, this is why he just did this. Now that's that would be easier for people to do it this without is having the to Lich King <laughs> and he will go here. I mean to me that's better than having to have one stream and like baby it down to welcome new people. Yeah, because you're gonna turn off the people yeah, that are actually interested. So I don't know. That could be something. But they, they should just put Evo on television because my stream <laughs> is always shit. At least on the TV. We had when I can, smooth HD stream, Google Chromecasting to from my computer. See, to the I TV. need to get the better internet because I mean I don't know. I, it, it worked fine on my um on my my monitor, but when I put it on my big screen, um, it was just. I mean, it was smooth, but it wasn't the resolution that I wanted. I, right. I want 1080p. The know? only problems we had, I think, watching Evo was sometimes on Marvel. Things got a little pixelated. Yeah, Marvel's so fast. bad shit insane. Yeah. Like Street Fighter was much better. Marvel, it was impossible for me to watch on my TV. Marvel's got like colors like flying like everywhere. Yeah, it's just too much. Also, the backgrounds move more. Mm-hmm. I mean, that when you're streaming video, that even backgrounds moving will affect. It probably also helps my routers right by my TV, which is right by my yeah. computer. So you're when just I was pushing it. You literally, I'm doing wireless. It's yeah. not. It's not a the best way to do it. Um, for the sixth month in a row. PlayStation 4 is the top-selling next-gen console. Wait a second. That doesn't make sense because they just lowered the price on the Xbox One. There's no way <laughs> that the PS4 outsold the Xbox One at the new low price. I hate to tell you, buddy. I think, you're, I think your data is incorrect. I think it's <laughs> skewed. I think that it's propaganda. I don't believe it. So now I also read that the PS4 sold more units than the Wii U and the Xbox One combined. Wow. Even Dang. though Wii U's are impossible to find right now on store shelves, mm-hmm. and they have been since Mario Kart 8 came out. Yeah, I mean, that pretty much, what, doubled easily the sales of Wii U? And the Xbox One sales were doubled from the previous month as well. So that's interesting, but PS4 is still going, which is still funny because there's not much still on either of these next-gen consoles. Not really. But I, I was saying this last night when we were playing. Sony's doing a really good job of making you think PS4 or PlayStation when you hear Destiny. Oh, absolutely. With that beta coming out, I don't know if that affected anything or pre-orders. But I was thinking to myself, I um, had a friend talking about which one to get. And he said he's thinking more towards Xbox One because he likes Halo. Sure. And I was like, well, no, you have to get a PS4 so you can play Destiny. Oh wait, that's coming to Xbox as well. But it right. had in my mind. Like, oh, and so yeah, you were just I was thinking, like, you have like, to get a PS4 to, get to play the... Destiny. Yeah, I mean, you're right. All the marketing, it's like, it's just like Grand Theft Auto Five. It's mm. like there was no marketing for Grand Theft Auto Five that didn't, you know, mention say on the bottom PS3, which is funny because it's complete opposite for Grand Theft Auto Four, which yeah. is all 360. I wonder this fall when Grand Theft Auto Five relaunches. The marketing is it just going to be PS4 footage, and they're going to say this, uh, probably. this is PS4 actual Definitely. gameplay footage. Definitely. And I know it's crazy to think that a game that's not Destiny could move more PS4s, but it's possible that even Grand Theft Auto could, mm-hmm. you know, add another million units in the month of November with a marketing campaign that's effective. Right. Whereas Destiny, maybe it's going to be five hundred thousand or a million. Probably won't be a million not in September. Yeah, but they could easily do that in November. Plus, you have The Last of Us Remastered coming out later this month. And, uh, yeah. There's some people that probably didn't play that last year because they didn't have oh, PS3 no doubt. traded it I in. I mean, so. as, as well as that game sold, there were other PS3 games that sold much better. Mm-hmm. And that game's too good to not sell as many units as, you know. I mean, it, I wish it, 
triple, quadruple. I mean, I, I love Last of Us so much. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait to play it again. And I know for a fact that some people have not played it and are playing, are planning on getting a PS4 just to play it. Mm-hmm. So, but then again, I know people that are planning on getting, um, you know, Xbox One just to replay Halo. Right. So that'd be interesting. exciting too. Rebuy these new systems just to play your old favorite games. Why not? Uh, Club Nintendo, the popular website. Where you it's my favorite website. Your penguin and no. it's my homepage. <laughs> they they announced their prizes for gold and platinum. Oh users my god! This week. This, this, Ooh, right. it's this time of the year. Out. What are they? I am so excited. Uh, okay, I'm not gonna hype it up, but I guess they're not. That no, Adam. Great. Adam knows what the prizes are, and I've okay. So what are they? I'm ready. Well, is it a statue? <laughs> is it? Is it like a picture with Reggie? Okay. Ooh, an autographed picture of Reggie Ripley Dice. No, it's a just a bunch of downloadable games. Okay, so I get like a copy of Zelda, like Wii U Zelda or Bayonetta no, 2. You cannot. Um, okay. Can well, we at least get the Smash 4 demo? No, oh, that would actually be pretty good. So Platinum users could have. No, you cannot. Okay, free game downloads. Um, is it. Okay, so it's got to be something recent. Is it Mar- Okay, Mario Kart 8. If you haven't already bought it, it's a free game download. No, it is not. Okay. Well, I'm. I'm well, not really what games sure. do we have? It's just it's just weird because you know you you buy your games to earn your coins. You register yeah. for your game, and the, if you earn you enough get, coins, you get gold. And if you earn more coins, you get platinum. Yeah, you have to get six hundred coins. Mm-hmm. So you have to spend like six hundred dollars. Yeah, it's typically a fifty dollar game. Yeah. And then, because I was platinum, were you platinum? Oh, every year, baby. We are all platinum. Okay. Yeah. So, so all I live is plats. That's that's it. If um, you have until August fifteenth to pick one of these hot titles, if okay. you're a platinum uh, user, yeah, you can choose Game and Wario, mm. NES Remix. Well, well, that's download. That's a fifteen dollar value. Earthbound. Okay. Well, I like Earthbound. Okay. It's ten dollar value. Doctor Luigi. Yeah. Donkey Kong Country Returns on the 3DS. Now we're talk- that's $30 value. Yeah. That's not bad. Fluidity Spin Cycle on 3DS. Okay, so I get all these games. Dylan's Rolling Western or Mario and Donkey Kong Minis on the moon. So I made Platinum. I get to download every single one of those. <sighs> no, you pick one. What? Just one? Why can't I get all of them? Nope. But I spent all that money. It doesn't matter. Didn't platinum okay, users okay. get like all these like super awesome prizes last year? Oh, uh, you got we like got Majora's Mask, Majora's like, Mask soundtrack, or some posters. I got the posters. Year before that was posters or these cool like see through playing cards. Two yeah, years where, ago, where's, where's all where are all those items? I don't know. Well, they they already gave Melba on. You missed it. And then there well, are other like, games. Where just... are the items like that that we should be? Getting? <sighs> well, you should be grateful that you're getting anything. <laughs> how, okay, how so? How many? Um, I spent six hundred dollars on Sony stuff. What do I get from Sony? Nothing. Well, you get, okay, you well, get free games for getting them fifty dollars a month, <laughs> fifty dollars a year. But I know that. I know that. Okay. Well, I also spent six hundred dollars on Microsoft stuff. Uh, what do I get from that? Do I nothing? Do I, okay. So at least you get something. My, the only so I am getting something. And for gold Nintendo. users, a bunch of like virtual console games, like Super Mario Brothers, Zelda Two, Ice Climbers. Well, they should let you pick one from the gold yeah, tier and, and one, one from, from platinum. The platinum. That's dumb that they don't. But I mean, I, I'm not okay. Yeah, it's free. Okay, so yeah. whatever. Preface my little mini rant I'm about to have, which I don't. I mean, I'm bitching about free things, but whatever. But to me, it's just silly because this whole Club Nintendo thing's reward is loyal users from spending a lot of money on Nintendo games. And how do you get those coins is by buying games. So to me, all these platinum games, I have pretty much all of them because I had yep. to buy them to get to the platinum status. Do you have Earthbound? Yeah. Oh man, you I, played it? No. Oh. That's my problem. I'll probably end up picking Donkey Kong Country on 3DS, even though I already have it on Wii, just to play ah, but it without now the you bullshit can play it motion controls. controls. So it's kind of lame. 
and kind of a disappointment. But again, it's free stuff. It's hard to complain. But it's just, it just seems counterintuitive to offer free games when the whole way to get free games is to buy games. Yeah, there's so you some, probably already have these games. Somebody has all those mm-hmm. already. I mean, there's, it's, I guarantee you, somebody has. Why can't it be NES games. Remix or Remix Two? Why can't I have both on yeah. a disc that I can buy to get more more coins? Go to Japan. I will. Thank you. <laughs> but you have until August fifteenth to choose your prize, and you also have until the end of uh, this month to, to register Mario Kart Eight Mario to Kart. get another free game. Yeah. That's actually better. Yeah. You get a better game from that than you like do Mario from- Brothers. You. Mm-hmm. Uh, this weekend uh, or this week, QuakeCon happened. I went were- to QuakeCon once. Like 10 years ago? Twice even, yeah. It was like 12 Did they years reveal ago. a new Doom game there? They did. It was on Game Boy Advance. Nice. Well, they revealed it. another new Doom game. Is, is it on Game Boy Advance? No. <laughs> is it on DS? No. Is it on Wii U? Maybe. No, probably not. Okay, well, I don't care. Xbox One. <laughs> probably. Maybe. They, um, they didn't let any cameras. The Doom? The Doom. They didn't let any cameras in there or anything, but... I brought a camera in there. I saw some reaction videos and some hardcore Doom fans because they're at QuakeCon seem really, really, really excited for this game. Yeah. So. So Doom, it's just called Doom. Um, there are. It's going to be fast paced, sixty frames per second. It's going to have fast paced multiplayer. It's going to be hyper violent. And you know, all of those things remind me of Doom, except for one thing: multiplayer. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Hyper violent, actually. Oh, really? Doom for me was never a game that that I played because it was hyper violent. It was violent, mm-hmm. but I wasn't, you know, my arm wasn't being ripped off by a cyber demon, and then I wasn't being beat to death by it like you will be in this game. <laughs> I'm not saying I have a problem with that. It just seems that this new Doom, they're just trying to really crank it up to eleven on every little, uh, mm-hmm. every note that they're playing, and I feel like. All the kind of rip-off first-person shooters in the mid-90s that were just trying to chase the popularity of Doom... Did that exact thing. Did that exact... They, yeah, so they were those were the games that were insanely violent and over the top. And I'm not saying Doom wasn't violent, because it was. I mean, you had a chainsaw, you had you know guns, and there were demons and aliens and stuff. Um, so, yeah, but it just it's weird to me that this is the angle they're going. Because it, it seems like it's like the opposite, because Doom has kind of faded into obscurity, and all these other first-person shooters are more popular. So now Doom has to take it yeah, over the top to be relevant yeah. again, like the other ones in the 90s were trying to do to keep up with Doom. Yeah, it's a crazy situation they're in. Right. I just kind of wish the Wolfenstein team from this year was in charge of the Doom game that's coming out mm-hmm. next year, because Wolfenstein's so good. Right. But we'll we'll have to wait and see. I, we'll have to wait and see it literally because they haven't shown anything to to, to us. To I'm surprised people. leaked footage hasn't come out of that yet. But whatever, maybe sometime soon. And then um, the final piece of news I have: uh, The Verge is reporting that Google will stop calling uh, games free when they offer in-app purchases. That's good. That's the headline. You think that's good, but then you read the article, Uh-oh. and it's just in Europe. Oh, of course, yeah. Because the That's, Europe Commission is asking everybody to do that. They've got better consumer protection laws mm-hmm. in Europe than we do. But it's, I mean, it's one step closer. Maybe they'll do it everywhere, but probably not. But I just found it funny that The Verge was reporting with that type of headline. Yeah. And then the article is not, it, it is that, but not really. It's kind of clickbait. Yeah, that is weird. But so, I expect that from Polygon. Mm-hmm. I don't expect that from The Verge. <laughs> Apple also agreed to make those changes. I mean, just because they kind of in have Europe, to. yeah, because they have to. Yeah, because yeah. we talked about that with EA. I think it was last week. Yeah, with the innovation stuff. Right. Um, so yeah, that's all I have for news. Do you if y'all have anything else for news? I've got something. What okay. You got there is another DLC character coming out for Persona 4 Arena Ultimax. So many characters. Oh my god! And it's Marie. Oh. oh. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, Big thanks. disappointment. I didn't I'm sorry. Really like but, her additional stuff in Persona Four Golden. I, I just don't like that character, but they seem to be pushing her like everywhere. Is it so, like before like, each fight, uh, you have to find a note on the ground and you read it, and she gets super <laughs> pissed at you? Uh, <laughs> they should put Vincent in that game. Yes. They should. That would they be incredible. Should. He was in Persona Three Portable. I, like freaked out. He's yeah. Like, they added him in yeah, there. He's, and, like that's super he's cool. Sitting in a bar. Yep. Yeah. So, Persona Four Arena though. I should probably play that before yeah, the should. second one comes out. It's no, good. just play the second one. Don't play the first one. Like, well, you got to find out what happened in the story. <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah, we it, were talking about that last it's episode. It's going to take so long for you to read all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, new releases for this week. Oh, yeah. On Tuesday on your PlayStation 4, people buying PS4s for Oddworld, new and tasty. Nice. Let's check that out. On Wednesday, you can buy Unrest on your PC, Mac, or Linux, well, or okay. all three. Sure. Yep. And on Thursday, on got some Nintendo titles for 3DS on the eShop. You can download Siesta Fiesta. That sounds like a wonderful rest. On Wii U, Wooden Sensei. Also on Wii U, Master Reboots. Yeah, which came out last year on PS3 and PC. Uh, isn't uh, Wii Sports coming to retail next Friday, next Friday on Wii U? So we'll talk about that next Friday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, whoops. That's okay. We'll preview there. Yeah, that's cool. So I'd rather just buy the disc again, yes, maybe, than maybe. buy and get more Club Nintendo coins it's for like next year when they just... $50. Like, isn't it $50? I think so. Yeah, that seems high. I'll wait till it's... 20 Wait yeah. till it's free for buying Mario Kart 9. That's right. For 10 Or next year's Platinum deal. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, emails GameWareExpress at gmail.com People emailed us this week okay. I'm going yeah. to read them You should read them And we will answer accordingly Okay um, Ooh, old listener of the show From pretty much our first episode Anthony from Tokyo Hello, returns, Writing us an email it Says, hello GameWareExpress My, 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 has it been a while um, It's been three months I've been neglecting the emails, but I am back First question Half-Life 3 Duke Nukem, Pokemon Snap 2, The Last Guardian. I could go on and on with games that either haven't been released or have released with a major letdown. Yeah. If you could only bring back one of those games at the cost of the rest of them being erased, what, what game would it be and why? And we're not limited to just those games, Buff. So I, I have to come up with a game that has not come out? Yeah, that's been joked around, talked about as never coming out. You know, but then what gets erased? Everything else, the rest of them. So oh, if you so want Half Life Three to come that... out, The Last Guardian, okay. Pokemon Snap Two, all well, those me, will not come out. It's easy. It's Last Guardian. Yeah, I would give up all of that stuff for just a taste of of what you know Team Ico uh, could create because the the growth that that company had <laughs> as far as uh, the quality of the game they made from Ico to Shadow of the Colossus was for me mm -hmm. just, it was out of this world, and uh, I. I can't even imagine what they would, you know, come up with for another game. And maybe that's the problem. It's it's living in that kind of shadow um, of that colossus that <laughs> makes it hard to to make another. How do you how do you follow that up with it? It's it's just as a musical artist, and I'm mm -hmm. not one, but it's the same issue. Like when you create an amazing album, how do you how do you follow that up? How do you avoid that sophomore slump? It's just mm -hmm. uh, the pressure must be insane right so but for me it is easily last guardian um or anything it doesn't even have to be that game mm -hmm. it's just another game own. from them i don't care so see i'd probably go with pokemon snap 2 just because i didn't play much shadow of the colossus and ico when those came out and i um 
I haven't really heard much of Last Guardian. I know it more as a joke now than an actual game. But I loved some Pokemon Snap, and I really like to see that game come back. We've always talked about it, using the gyroscope in either the 3DS or the Wii U, going around taking pictures and stuff. If we're just, you know, going with those Five games. years ago, I would have said StarCraft 2. <laughs> just to put that on the record. Fun. I'll also go with Pokemon Snap 2 for literally every reason that you just said. Yeah. Nope. Except, I, except I actually did play Shadow of the Colossus and stuff, <laughs> so... I just couldn't get into Shadow of the Colossus. Like, I could appreciate I for what get it was. Into you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good game. It's a good game. My only thing with Pokemon Snap 2 is just there's so many Pokemon now, I don't care about how That's actually what's going to make it up. really good, because, like, you can have, like, a lot more levels now, because there's literally, like, four and a half times the amount of Pokemon that we used to have. Mm-hmm. So, like, you, there's just a, a lot much more Pokemon. Game, you it'll can be, make. like, two hours instead of one hour now. Yeah, you could make, like, <laughs> way, like, bigger habitats where like all the pokemon are just like playing and stuff like that yeah uh he has he sent us three questions that was question one. Second question super smash brothers has been knocking it out of the park with the trickling of info they give with characters in the newest game but it has me thinking what if i were a super smash brothers character would i be loved or hated by the community would my powers suck ass if you were a super smash brothers character what would your powers be and would you be liked I would be loved because my power would be the ability to summon classic Nintendo arcade machines and then throw them at you. Or just classic Nintendo paraphernalia, period. So I'd be swinging power pads at you, knocking you in the head with a zapper, like dropping the four slot, you know, Nintendo Player's Choice arcade machine from 20 feet above and just throwing all this Nintendo shit at you. It would be the nostalgia nonsense just ever and it's 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 not items. These are just things that I produce, you not things them. I pick up. Mm-hmm. So instead of me punching you, it's just an 800 pound arcade machine. <laughs> so yeah, that everyone would love that. Who wouldn't love that? I guess uh I would have the power to just, I would be a rhythm based character, I yep. guess, cuz like I'm a huge DDR like fan player slash mm-hmm. sort of thing i would just like have people like dance around to where like i'm like doing oh, and if they don't follow trance. me they would just like they would just <laughs> receive like a bunch of damage i would throw like ddr arrows at them nice and, I like that. yeah it would, it would just be fun my final smash would be like just an awesome rhythm game <laughs> i feel like i would just be liked by like a bunch of at least all the rhythm game players out there I feel so. like I would not be liked because I would be sports man. I grew <laughs> sports. up playing sports. So I would just transform into all these different Ken sports Griffey. characters. Like you could be Nintendo sports characters. Yeah, all the from track and field guy. Yeah, exactly. That's your final smash. My final smash would be uh, there's a big giant projector screen <laughs> in the front, and we're all standing behind podiums. Uh, with our controllers, and they haven't unveiled the game, and then the the curtain drops, and it's Mario Three, and you guys suck at it, and I'm awesome, and then you're just all zero stocked after that. So They're that technically would... already sports characters in Smash. We have Little Mac. Okay, that's true. Also, and, we, and we have Captain Falcon. We Fit Trainer. We Fit uh, Trainer. Certainly a sports character. That's so. True. She is athletic, and so like is he. Bill Lambeer's combat basketball. Who published that game? I wonder. I want to say that was like a claim. I don't know. I played the hell out of that game. Sucks, but <laughs> yeah, I played does. so much Bill Lambeer's combat basketball in 1992. The final smash is the camera goes up above you, and I just run around yep. and just punch you, and you die. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and then it's I perfect. score. Um, third question, final question. I've been playing some GBA emulators on my phone recently, and fell in love with some custom ROMs for Pokemon. 
Liquid Crystal is my favorite. It's a GBA port of Crystal version with a slightly more um, difficult scale in battles. Have any of you guys had experience with custom ROMs in the past? If not, what's your opinion on emulators slash custom ROMs? For what's worth, I do own my original Brick Game Boy and Pokemon cartridges, as well as an SP, so it isn't like I'm stealing ROMs. I can actually answer this question very, very well. Uh, I have actually experimented a lot uh, in the past few years with uh, ROM hacks for Super Mario World, mm -hmm. and I've played uh, Star Fox 2 which was never fully released, but thanks to emulators and hard translation from like teams that really wanted to finish it, I was able to finally play it. I thought it was pretty good. Mm -hmm. And I've played a ROM hack of Zelda A Link to the Past. It's called Parallel Worlds. Right, I remember you talking about really that. It's really hard. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yep. Emulators are great um, because we need a way to preserve you know the history of games there's already too much that's been lost forever you know most of it on pc um 10 15 20 years from now there's going to be even more of it lost because of mobile so there's really is there a way to like digitally preserve mobile i don't think so because so much of it relies on servers and just being online so emulators are so important and roms are so important not just for hacks but so that we can have history of perfect, you know, recording of, mm -hmm. of classic games. And without ROMs, there's no way I'd be able to play a game like Ninja Cop, which was this crazy GBA side-scrolling action game that's impossible to find. But with my little uh, Linux-based GCW Zero, I can play Ninja Cop on that all the time. And, the, yeah, I've probably got literally every ROM for, like, every old-school game, and that's totally legal. But, I mean, I totally own a bunch of old-school games, too, but... Do I own every Virtual Boy game? No. But do I have every ROM of every Virtual Boy, all 12 games? Sure. And I can actually play that. So uh, it's it's just important because you need to keep a, a, a perfect record of exactly you know what those games were and how they played. So it's I know that it's way gray territory. Um, you know, as far as legalities go, but uh, for me, that, that little GCW Zero is, is really cool. I love that. Mm -hmm. thing. So, I agree. I got Sega CD games on that. Come on, man. I can play Scotty Pippen Slam City anytime <laughs> I want. I mean, I can understand where you're coming from on that. But to, back to the kind of the main question about like Pokemon ROMs, I'm not a big fan of those at all. Uh, I guess just because I'm a purist and I don't want to play some weird hack changed version of pokemon pokemon is like don't get me started it's a different on, matter on yeah rom hacks and like stuff, randomizer though. runs i fucking hate those. <laughs> those are sometimes really hilarious to watch yeah though. but i think they're dumb. anytime i see something like that pop up in the pokemon server i just download it to oblivion i'm just not a fan i like playing it on the original thing and i don't like playing with mess versions it's like fan fiction i don't want to go read harry potter fan fiction there's seven harry potter books that's it just to play this weird rom hack of mortal kombat Two or no, it was Mortal Kombat One at the Essen Theater here in Baton Rouge, and it was the weirdest thing because whenever you'd freeze someone with Sub Zero, they would start floating upward, <laughs> and it just it was crazy because it's all the rules that I knew. The Mortal Kombat reality was shattered by this insane ROM hack. Yeah. So I agree with you. It's not you know what you prefer, but for me, it can be interesting just to tinker with. Yeah, I guess you're right on that. So. He also says, P.S., uh, Leo or Donatello are my favorite turtles. Don't any of you say Raph? Fuck you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And, He's a loose cannon, man. You can't count on Raph. And if I could count Splinter, then he'd be my number one. He is their leader, truly. Thanks for the but question. But he's not a turtle. Yeah. No, but, you know. Turtles wouldn't be anything without Masters. <laughs> this is true. Uh, thanks for the questions, Anthony. It's good to have you back. You always give us some good thought-provoking 
questions. And uh, by the way, I want to clarify, Adam does not read these questions to us before the show. <laughs> but he reads them to us, and it's the first time we hear these questions. Yeah. So these answers are just right off the spot. That's They're more not, fun, right? Yeah, it is more fun. <laughs> um, Nicholas from Zachary writes in. says, hey, everyone, I hope you all are doing well. What are your favorite games that you feel are extremely underrated? This is always a topic that fascinated me, and I wanted to hear your opinions. Thanks, and keep up the awesome work. You have to come back to me on that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm thinking, but uh, this is this is the instance okay. where us yeah. not getting the question before is actually. I did give on this question before. I'm still thinking here, about right? it. Too. <laughs> still, see, for me, it's difficult because when you're talking about underrated, well, you mean you know a game that hasn't gotten the reviews you think it deserves, mm-hmm. but maybe the game that didn't get the hype that you feel it deserves, right? But I think from I can kind of see both sides of an argument. Like I love certain games that are not popular, mm-hmm. and and it's obvious as to why because they're right. so weird and niche. Well, and, yeah. And I, as much as I wish people would love, you know, more more people would love games like Metal Gear Rising, uh, or even Bayonetta. They're so weird, and mm-hmm. you know, it, that's not going to appeal to most people. It's um, also hard for us because we're in this tight bubble that a lot of the games, like Bayonetta, you know, the, the people who come in and buy Call of Duty and Madden, you try to show them this, you're like, what is this weird Yeah, shit? yeah. So to them, they never heard of it. But to right. us, but even people, like, it's like a cult classic. We like that kind of stuff. But even, you could argue something like that is underrated. Yeah. I mean, my answer, I would say, is one of the first games I really got into on Steam when I first started downloading stuff, which is Super Puzzle Platformer Deluxe. It's an yeah, adult swim game. that game is fun. I heard that from... I saw it on a giant bomb stream, and that's where I downloaded it, and I didn't hear about it anywhere else. But it's super cool because you're a little dude, and you're in like a Tetris map, and the blocks are constantly falling. So not only are you trying to shoot the blocks when they match to pop them, you're trying to avoid the blocks falling on you. And that's really cool and really fun to me, and I didn't really hear much about that anywhere else from anyone ever besides the few people I told about who actually played it. I kind of feel like I wish that um, more people that live in America – we're more open and accepting of other culture in general because then some of the games that I like wouldn't seem so weird and not just action games, but even like rhythm games. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, when we're in the store and I'm playing guitar freaks or drum mania and I'm having a lot this of fun, just like Tar Heroes. well that, and they're like, I don't even know what this music is and <laughs> uh, it sounds stupid and mm-hmm. it's Chinese and it's not Chinese, Japanese, yeah. but, and they're just, they're immediately turned off because it's not ACDC or mm-hmm. it's not Madden or call of duty. Now, that's not everybody, right? but most people that do walk up to that immediately write it off because they're just not familiar with it. It's like people only want to have familiar experiences, and if, if we just stuck to what's familiar in video games, we'd still be playing Pong. Right. You know, there'd be, it would just be the same shit over and over. And if there's one thing that I'm sick of more than anything in any form of entertainment, it's a lack of innovation. It's not trying something different. It's not having something like Splatoon or it's not having something that's just weird, batshit, never done before. You know, I, I don't want everything to be safe because right. that's just not interesting to me. Mm-hmm. But that's the, the weird stuff's never, Splatoon's not going to sell. As well as <laughs> no, it's you know, anything that's, that game was uh, really fun. Yeah, we had we had so much fun. Mm-hmm. Or something like Nidhogg. That's weird. Yeah, and that may have been one of the most fun games we played at E3. Hell, or even Star Wall. When I try to tell a couple of people about Nidhogg, I'm like really getting into it, explaining it, and they're <laughs> I like, think "You're okay, this dude. Is a, this I think I gotta go now." Yeah. But whatever you say, I'm just mad now. <laughs> but and I, but and no negative. Con- I'm not saying that the, the the guy that plays Madden and the guy that plays Call of Duty. This is the only two games he buys. Mm-hmm. Whatever. That's, that's his thing. That's fine. Yeah. But at least try something else. Mm-hmm. You know. One of the happiest things that um, me working in the store was always explaining Catherine to somebody. 
And he's like, that sounds pretty cool. I'm like, go download the demo and let me know. And two days later, he came back and he bought Catherine from That's him. That's awesome. The demo. And yeah. He did not seem like the kind of guy right. who would play this. Yeah. And that was super, super cool to me. Vaughn, did okay. come up with anything else? Yeah, I actually okay. did come up with something. Uh, I think Star Fox Assault is pretty underrated. I would say that because I don't hear many people talking about that at all. It's because like it's not like a typical like or one of the like famous Star Fox games where you're just in your R wing the whole game, <laughs> which yeah. is like what a lot of people liked. But I mean like not even in Star Fox 64 where you in an R wing the entire game. Like you still had like some landmaster levels and you had the Blue Marine level. Was, like but you had like ground based missions where you're just like walking and stuff like that. But to be honest though. Like those were actually pretty cool. It was like they made the game like a little bit longer, but at the same time though, like really, it was actually pretty cool to be honest. Nice. I like I like it a lot, and the multiplayer is fantastic. <laughs> like you should play it with me sometime. Okay, it's good. Let's jump on that. <laughs> so thanks for the question, Nicholas. Our old pal Tenchi reappeared oh, back. Yes, yeah. now don't call it a comeback. <laughs> what, did, did did he beat his score in Flappy Bird? <laughs> I don't know. That not in this email. Uh, hey gang, Hikari here. What enemies theme or noises put you on edge when you hear them? A few of mine are the Redheads and Wind Waker, and the Tanks theme in Left for Dead. Mine, well, go ahead. I mean, it's the clicking sound from from, from Last, uh, of, Last Us. of Us. Yeah, that that's is pretty jarring. And you know what's weird is I don't think that the clickers are harder to deal with than the hunters, like mm-hmm. the actual human characters. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. But I don't. When I hear humans talking, I don't get on edge i don't mm-hmm. mind like my heart rate doesn't go up but when i hear the clicking just you're, t- I, you're totally right because my main gripe with that game was when i first started playing it have some difficulties with one of the clicker like arenas right but once i did that got past that got past the hunter went back to clickers i was like oh thank god it's clickers again because right. killing the humans were way more difficult right yeah, yeah. but it's just that sound is so off offsetting mine's funny because when i was like three or four i always hated booting up world of illusion by Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck because <laughs> the music was always really creepy and then you fell into that scary looking mirror when you're four years old and that just always creeped me out and I always remember how much that creeped me out. I don't know why. The next time I play it, I'm like, that's goofy. Like, not the Disney character. Right. But, I don't know. That always creeped me out as a kid and that's what popped up when I read this email. Um, I can't really think of too many like Those shrieks songs that, from are, the like, that make me like scared or anything i don't really get scared too too often in games did you play outlast have you, you played play amnesia outlast. i'll give you some headphones no, dead space you know i, I have one dead um, space i have one game. for renee renee's not here mm-hmm. but i know what she would say um so resident evil 4 is about it's about an 18 hour game when you're going through it your first time and it's not until the 15th hour or maybe 14th hour that you run into this new enemy called the regenerator and uh, before you hit, before you find the first regenerator, it's frozen in this laboratory where it's, you know, it, it's just, it looks like it's being dissected. Uh, um, and then you go into a different room to get this key, which turns off the the freezing, I don't know, the like the 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 cold air that's blowing into that room. And then you go back in that room, and the regenerator's gone. Uh, so, and then about maybe two minutes later, this, this different music starts playing and you hear this heavy breathing and you hear this like dragging of a foot (laughs) and you, you turn this corner and it's the regenerator. And then from that moment on from, you know, they probably have six or seven other encounters with regenerators. Now these enemies, you can't, 
uh, you can't if you shoot their hand off or their arm or their leg, they just it just regenerates back. So mm-hmm. the only way to kill them is to use this infrared sniper rifle accessory to shoot these like glowing red things. But anytime you're about to encounter one, this different music starts playing. And it's it is the most offsetting music in Resident Evil 4. It's just it just makes you feel like terrible. It's mm-hmm. it is horrifying. And those yeah. that's the most that's the scariest enemy in that game. Hmm. So that is absolutely what Renee would say. I'm pointing to her chair. <laughs> so that that is her answer. Uh, I guess like I don't know. I usually just get more scared in video games like from like suspense and not really from music mm-hmm. or anything of the sort. So. Uh, I know when I was uh, younger, I was playing through the Metroid Prime games, and like it was that ge- those games are really built off of suspense because like there's a, like a lot of enemies that'll just jump out at you. The atmosphere right? is phenomenal in that series. The atmosphere just... is really good. Uh, I guess whenever the the times that I always like jumped the most were whenever I would just be swarmed by the space pirates, and then that theme would be playing. So mm-hmm. I guess the space pirate theme, just because of what it's attached to. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> Thanks for that email. Our last email of the day comes from Craig. Uh, He said, It's been a while since I sent a question in, but I thought it was time for me to send one your way. I've been playing games on Steam like Papers, Please, and The Fall, a very good underrated game in my opinion. But these games always have a thing in common that I've noticed. They're good and cheap. I think too many people ask for a game that fits both of these criteria, which led me to wonder... What game, in your opinion, whether it's indie or otherwise, is a great game that's worth 100% of a large price tag? I mean, anything that you that you find your your time is you know worth putting it into. And for me, it doesn't have to be a long game. Mm-hmm. For, it could be a, a really short game, and if it's a, a new experience and exciting, and and the story's great, or, or even just one of those. I mean, basically, if I just don't feel like I'm wasting my time. Or if I don't feel like I'm going through, you know, if I, if it feels like a chore, maybe it's not worth it to me to spend $60 on a game. Right. But $60 is different to everyone, you know. $60 to me when I was 12 is way different to $60 now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, even then over time, that, that amount of money. Like, you and I are thinking about buying the $100 version of Destiny or maybe even the $150 version. Mm-hmm. But that's, and that's a big, not a big deal to us right now. Right. But when, you know, 10 years ago, that would have been crazy yeah like a hundred dollars for it's like one a game. whole summer of mowing lawns money i mean this <laughs> earlier this year i spent two hundred dollars on a copy of evo on super nintendo <laughs> so that's and that game's not that great but right. it's hard to find and i barely played it so mm-hmm. i just put it on my shelf right. so as a collector i think i'm just used to spending money and then actually not playing too much of a game that's not a good thing but right that's how i am you know for me i mean since he says a large price tag i can't think of of course, I kind of did this to myself, but I really don't mind. I can't think of something I spent more money on and had the most fun with in the rock band. Yeah, well, you've you've put over a thousand dollars into easily. it. I've put nearly a thousand dollars into easily. it, all, but easily more than that with all the songs, the yeah, three games, equipment. all my instruments. Yeah. I, I would not trade any of that money for anything. I mean, else. all the experiences yeah. I had just playing by myself or having friends over, especially with friends. Yeah, over. and yeah. you know, playing rock band all night. I, that's definitely worth every or penny. Or I've put bought into it. an arcade machine. Yeah, and you know that's a thousand dollars or more. So most times and that's just something yeah it's fun to play by myself but having you know friends play it with you it's even more fun so what about you Vaughn? it is easily every pokemon game that i've ever played <laughs> like you put a lot I've of time into those so much time into all of those games like it's i've easily put in like the most like 
I don't think, I don't even, I can't even count. Like, it's probably 3,000 plus hours on all the Pokemon games I've ever played. Sometimes I feel like I should be spending more on some of the games. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like if I'm paying 15 or 20 bucks, like, I want to, like, some of the games I got on Plus for free. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish they had a tip button or something. Because mm-hmm. if I really enjoyed Don't Starve, like, well, I want to give the developers, you know, 10 or 20 bucks just because I enjoyed it. I Maybe like I can the, just send them a, a, a birthday card with a check. <laughs> I feel like the best thing I can do with this is, like, I really enjoyed Shovel Knight. And that was only 15 bucks. Yeah. But I'll probably go download it again on 3DS. You probably would have spent $50 yeah. on that. Oh, easily. Because to you, it was worth it. Mm-hmm. You spent, like, extra money just to get the soundtrack, yeah. too. Yeah, you did. So, yeah, yeah, through five bucks. That, so. yeah. Awesome. That again, we had a lot of good questions this week, guys. Thank you all for sending them in. And don't uh, be afraid if you haven't sent us an email yet. We will not bite. We will read it and be thought provoking. Send them in. GameWareExpress at gmail dot com is that email address. Before we wrap the show up with special stages, I teased it earlier. If you want to get your hands on that PS4 Destiny beta code, you have. I mean, it's going on until the twenty eighth. So you got about what's say the eighteenth, ten days from today. Didn't pre order it. Don't want to go on Bungie's website. We have a code for you right here. All you need to do is like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash GamewareExpress, and share the link I'm going to post that you probably got this from on that page for this episode, episode 37. Insert title here. I haven't come up with it yet. So just <laughs> 37. So share that. Yeah. Share that with your, uh, with your friends and like us on Facebook. The first person to do that will get that Destiny beta code. You can come play with us on PS4. Um, I can either send that to you via Facebook or if you're not, into that, I can email it to you. So or Twitter, yeah. And we'll probably, if I don't give it away this week, I'll give it away next week because it'll still be going on by our episode next week. So that being said, uh, let's wrap the show up with our special stages. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay. We got MechaCon coming up in uh, two weeks from yeah uh, from today. Yeah. And Renee and I will be at MechaCon. We'll have our our artist artist alley table there. Mm-hmm. So this is our fifth year having a table at MechaCon. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. We always have fun, so we're looking forward to it. And Hope I will see. be there this year Excellent. to see your stuff finally. Cool. I've never well, been to one of these before. Are we going to do that week's podcast at MechaCon? Oh, probably not. I mean, that's oh, okay. probably record <laughs> Thursday, I would think. We'll talk about that. Probably so. Sure, yeah. Live from MechaCon. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, Vaughn? Uh, I'm going, as I mentioned earlier, I'm going to uh, Washington, D.C. next week to see my sister. Have you ever That'll been be out fun. there before? Uh, once. Okay. So it'll be fun. Get this like see some like cool stuff that's over there. Just chill. Awesome. What's the main thing you're excited to see while you're up there, other than your family? Uh, I guess like the White House. America. America. Captain America's apartment. It's pretty cool. I don't know. What what whatever crazy like American things that are over there. That'd be pretty cool to see. Cool. You should go to the Abraham Lincoln store. The <laughs> statue, he's there, and you can like go up to it and sit in his lap. Well, <laughs> the Lincoln Memorial would be cool. That's what I'm talking about. They sell ice cream right outside of it. There's a Mexican dude selling ice cream. Um, for mine, I want to give a little shout out to one of my friends. Um, since we this is a Friday show, most of the time we record on Thursday night, which uh, had to stop going to an event that we've gone to for years, um, Trivia at uh Brewbockers on Nicholson here in Baton Rouge. My friend Grant runs that. He's been we've been doing he's been doing that for years. We've been going since I think two thousand ten or yeah. early two thousand eleven. And it really made me sad that we had to quit going over there. Um just because a Thursday night was typically the only time slot we could all get together to do this show. Right. So I mean right now we're doing it on Friday because they had an awesome Disney trivia yesterday that we went to. And since it's summertime we have a little more 
recording schedule adjustments we can make. But it makes me sad that I couldn't go over there. But he's really cool. The, the trivia is really fun. It's not a bunch of like bros cheating on their phones. Exactly. Like, to some other trivias. It's all a bunch of you know people who like video games and comics and you know the nerdy type that don't cheat. And really cool. So if you're in Baton Rouge, looking for something to do on a Thursday night, go check out um, trivia on Nicholson at the Brewbockers. So yeah. Um, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Adam Arinder. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Twitch.tv at V4Extreme12. And you can find me on Twitter at Steve Gameware. And where can you find Gameware locally in Baton Rouge, uh, Louisiana? Well, you can find us at the Mall of Louisiana on Blue Mountain Boulevard. And you can find us on College Drive uh, right across the street from Walmart. Excellent. If you like Facebook, like <laughs> I mentioned, you could throw some likes. You can like the store, Facebook.com slash GamewareBR. And you can also – Stephen posts pretty pictures of video games. Yeah, I've got a nice camera. We post pictures of Play <laughs> Fighter often. Oh, so. yeah. And then you can like uh, this podcast, facebook.com slash Gamer Express. I post um, little prompts that you can respond to. I'm starting doing pictures and stuff to, I don't know, yeah. try to get some more interaction on that. And then finally, you can listen to us on your browser on SoundCloud or you can subscribe on iTunes. And you can also subscribe to us on Xbox Music. Yep. Can you rate on Xbox Music? Uh, yes, I believe so. I oh, think. man, Xbox oh, Music rating. And don't forget, if you um, rate us on iTunes, you're still up to get that PlayStation Now beta code that I also have. But no one's rated us on iTunes yet, so no one must want it. <laughs> <laughs> so don't be sure to do that. Um, and that's it. Thank you all for listening this week. Steven, Vaughn, thank you all for joining me. Thank you for having me. I know Steven's about to go work at the mall. It's so, always good to be here. Like right now. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. Bye.